locked in for 3-5. Welcome back to Docking Bay 3-5. It's me, your humble, um, Vinny. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It's Vinny? Just, uh, Vinny Skywalker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, it's me, Sharon Sunrider. Oh, meow, meow. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Rontron. Or Rontron, your robot lover. Beeborp. <laughs> well, Sharon. Yes. How did your week go? Oh my god. Oh, it's been it's been several weeks. Hello, everybody. It's Welcome back. It's been several back. weeks. We tried. Okay, so like literally last week, we tried to record last week's episode, and then um uh. Life and stuff was just getting in the way. Oh my god! Like I felt so like much I had life such a and stuff coaster. has happened. Oh my goodness! Like um, at first, like I, uh, like I, TMI guys, but like I had like intense diarrhea. I was just like, oh, ooh, and like a, like wake up, wake me up, intense. Yeah, well, I had a panic attack because I didn't know what was happening to my body. And so I was just like, bah. and then I was like, ah, I'm dying. This is it. This is it. I'm going to die and I'm going to die on the toilet. Sharon was sad, crying and saying her body was hot. I was just like, mm, hot body. I, <laughs> the best I could do was get you some cold iced water. And then and you really came in with clutch with like this concocted tea herbal remedy. That seemed to do the trick. It at least calmed you down. I know. She, like, had me, like, hold a rock. And I was like, this is my rock. This is the rock that will save me. Um, yeah. I, I like how in Joan, like, uh, she said that, like, she probably wouldn't have woken up if she didn't, like, want to get up to get tea. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, I'm just glad we could be there for you. Yeah. I you know, I was, like, literally talking to Njong, like, um, earlier today, and I was saying how, like, because um, one of her coworkers had a panic attack, I guess. Oh, no. And so she, like, went to the hospital. Um, and so, and, like, it made me kind of relive, like, the panic attack that I was having over what was happening to my body. And, like, um, honestly, like, if it wasn't, like, if I lived alone, I would have probably, like, called the cops. Because, like, it's it just, like, or I would have been dead on the toilet. My worst fear! Vinny, make sure that I don't die on the toilet. I'll make sure you don't die. That's just on the that's toilet. like the saddest thing. But I feel like it's fairly common, like that people could die on the toilet in their most febrile state. I feel like I don't know. Anyways, um, but I'm feeling better. It it turns out I probably had a stomach bug. Well, I'm glad you passed it. And look how far you've risen. <laughs> Just back to where I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, my few weeks have been kind of up and down as well. Um, somebody broke into my truck. That wasn't fun. And like, I felt pretty safe in our apartment, and I still do relatively. Like, I guess it was my fault. I forgot to lock the truck that night. But at the same time, it's like, who does that? Ransacked ransacked my truck yeah i'm just glad that there was nothing valuable there and also that they like that it was unlocked so they just like opened it as opposed to like breaking anything because i mean like the reality is is that it's much worse if somebody broke the window because then we would be like an extra like 
I don't know. How much is like a side window? Like I don't know. I should ask. Two fifty down the hole. My brother had his uh car broken into, and he had to change really? a window. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, kind of like, kind of disgusting. You're disgusted. I'm disgusted. Like I get it. Like they have to eat and all. At the same time, like I had nothing in there. Like what? What? I wonder what drew them into like. I'm gonna ransack this guy, this person's truck. Oh, they probably saw the Star Wars stickers and were like, "Oh man!" Oh, I, I just want to print out. You know that? Um, remember from Space Cow? Oh, not Space Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Space Cowboy. Where Spike's like, "Do I look like I have money?" Like, I want to print that out and just leave it on the dashboard. Like, just there's nothing in here. Move along. Yeah. And now, ah, oh, gosh, it just seems like I was on such a high. And then, like, the last few weeks have just been uh, soul-crushing. Because at work, somebody threw me under the bus. Oh, yeah. That oh, felt so long ago. This has been a really long week. I know. This has been a really long few days. Well, I just, I'm, hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome back. Email us about your hard weeks at dockingbay 35 at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, we're also on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Ko-Fi, uh, you know. Help <laughs> so support so us. So seamless. Um, I'm sorry that you've had such a bad week in that uh, you're not catching a break in the past couple of days. Well, I'm alive. I I still you're alive. You're not you're not pooping your pants. That that's great. Oh yeah, there was a brief moment where I thought I was gonna start pooping my pants, but it was just because I had nothing for but like Valentine's Day steak. One night, and then I was just like, "Oh no, that's just because I have yet to eat a vegetable the last twenty four hours." Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, even though that's right, like, I think we're we're both like down on our lows because we we can only like think about the bad things, but let's think about some of the good things. Like, we had Galentine's Day. Galentine's. It was my first time going to the Friendship Gardens at uh, Balboa Park. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful, and um. I'm so glad that you got to go. I'm sorry that I, I didn't time it so that we could get in during, like, cherry blossom season. But That's we have okay. another chance. Like, we could, we can try again, like... Closer to spring. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I am went from 18 to, like, 10 or even lower on the seniority list. So oh, you checked? I might even, no, I haven't checked yet. I'm just calculating, because they told us how many people got promoted. Oh, I see, I see. And it was about 10. Uh-huh. So I'm either eight or ten. We'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, Come, that's so exciting! Yeah, so I might be next in line, and I, I'm just glad. I'm just like it's happening. Yeah, yeah, and but like yeah. So hopefully by then it'll be like a celebratory visit to the Japanese friendship garden. Oh yeah, I will have Sundays off together, and like even some of my uh, coworkers who we like. We joined the postal service around the same amount of time, like between each other. Like mm-hmm. we all want to go for like a couples triple dinner, <laughs> thruple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be really nice because I feel like I have like ideas of all your coworkers in your head, but I actually don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, and it'd I be fun for you to like meet my coup. 
Yeah. And Andre the Saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've actually put a face to the nicknames I give, like Captain America or uh, Molasses. Yeah. <laughs> I like, um, but it, like, I don't know, like, because in my head, all I see are like Muppets. <laughs> Yes, that's how the postal like service I, works. Yeah, like that. That you like when you go to work, that you're on Sesame Street. Oh, oh! I do deliver to some Muppets. Yeah, and just, it's just I, like Kermit the Frog is on my route. <laughs> is that Don? <laughs> that is Mister Don. Oh, yeah, and I'm just like imagining like sunny days, taking a clouds away, and you're just like walking with like your hat. And my like, safari hat. And then, like, all the puppet cats Pontoon are, like, helmet. waving their hands. <laughs> now the air is clean. Ah, oh, the weather was pretty good. It's starting to feel a lot more like spring. I know, for a moment. And then it got cold again. I know, so our poor plants. Our They're poor so plants. I know, even the, your big leaf plant. I'm on Stara. Yeah. I'm on Stara. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It, it would... It, it looked fine up until like the last two days when it it hailed last night. I'm not sure if you noticed. I did not notice. Yeah, that's why it was so cold all day because all that cold, cold, cold water just went into our lawns. Mm-hmm. It's just holding on to all that cold. Is that why our lawns smell like poop? Maybe. I don't know. I got home and our our lawn straight up smelled like doo doo. It didn't smell like that this morning. No, it was an afternoon thing. I know. Oh. Uh, well, today our topic is going to be uh, Star Wars Visions. Speaking spe- about. Two specific episodes in, in no particular order. Okay, okay. So I actually spent um, too much time thinking about the order of how we wanted to do the episodes because I felt like I, um, I mean, for anybody who has been listening to the pod, like they know that like the reason why we've been trying to like get back on to doing podcasts every day is because we wanted to like just like do a bunch of like uh or really to talk about star wars visions and how i can't stop thinking about it yeah not in the sense where we're just going to say like things that we saw on wikipedia or like just a a synopsis of the episode like we want to really get into things get to the nitty-gritty yeah i mean we'll still we'll still do some of that but like um yeah like i just uh and so, like, I, I, like, really, like, poured over and thought about it. And also, it was still, like, you know, consuming Star Wars Visions, like, fan content. Like, I watched, um, I was, like, listening to, I really like Force Friends Rewatch, another pod, um, in which, like, Andy and Ryan, like, the way that they did it was um, they split the episodes by, like, the good guy episodes, the bad guy episodes, and then, like, the cute episodes. And I like and I like that format, but at the same time, like, um, I don't know, I I wanted to do something fresh, but then like I overthought it. Um, and like I, I eventually kind of simplified it towards like my first like a ranking of my first impressions of every episode. Because I figured like, oh, maybe like um like at least like with the later episode or like with the episodes that maybe I didn't have the best first impressions with, I'll have the least to talk about. Right. Um, and then, like, going up to my favorite episode, which I can't wait to talk about, um, that will be, like, its own episode, and we'll just, like, go from there. Oh, I mean, you could get, do you want to spoil which one that is? No. Okay. Well, actually, it's going to be pretty obvious. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, by the time we get there, it'll be pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, so no. Yeah. <laughs> Get, get, put in your guesses now for DockingBay35 at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And if you have a favorite episode, I don't know, email us at DockingBay35 yeah, let us at know. gmail.com. We're also <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Uh, and others. Others. Et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah. So. You know what? I My uncle brought up a good point that maybe we should start a Patreon. But, like, I, I, I told we, my uncle, it's like, I love you, but we only have like five listeners, I know. and we can name all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we know who you are. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. You're the you're the real MVPs. y'all. Just all of you. Yeah, but um, yeah, like uh, yeah, PEMDAS uncle, um, but yeah. So today's episodes, um, we're gonna be first uh, talking about Akakiri, which is dead last in my first impressions which is quite a shame because now like after having watched it like maybe five times like I really really appreciate it but I think it suffered the most by being the last like in like the physical list because I remember like every time I watched visions I was watching it with a new group of people and they had to like and we had to kind of like binge watch all of it in one sitting and I think like because Akakiri is like the last episode in the lineup of Star Wars Vision. And, like, because it had, like, kind of, like, the most bleak story, I think, out of all of them. Dark. That it really, um, that out of, like, all of the, um, episodes, like, I think, I think, like, it really got the short end of the stick in terms of, like, the order. Right. Yeah. Dead last. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, I think I was fatigued by, like, uh, like several hours of anime, anime Star Wars. That that like by yeah. that time I was like, uh. but also um, I think like the theming of it, and I think I really want to get into it is like, at least on its onset, like kind of controversial and like something that, um, kind of turned me off. But maybe we should kind of step back and just summarize the story of Akakiri. So Akakiri is the last episode of Star Wars Visions. It's um about a Jedi who um uh, is fated to kill his best friend yeah is fated to kill somebody he doesn't know but against all recommendations from the jedi order he goes to um the aid of subaki a princess and um in the hopes of like um dethroning the current sith lord that has uh taken control of the land masago and they're joined by, like, two, like, comic relief characters um, that are very reminiscent of R2-D2. They're, they're totally not C-3PO and R2-D2. Nope. Yeah. Because it's George Decay and some other dude. <laughs> some other dude? <laughs> so rude. But, but yeah. And so um, this is um, this is produced by Science Saru, who also did T.O.B. 1, which we'll be talking about in another episode. Um and it's it's actually kind of one of my uh, favorite anime studios. I, I really like Science Saru's work. Um, like, I actually showed you... Um, you didn't watch all of it, but, like, some of Walk On Girl, The Night Is Short. Oh, my goodness. There was so much going on. Like, I couldn't help but pay attention. Like, <laughs> it was... You were watching it on Critical Role Night, but I was still, like, watching it, like, as I was watching their stream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 
I'm sorry if it was distracting, but like um my favorite dance is the one where she's walking with the fish lace like yeah. bending down and her arms are like wow 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 you can't yeah. see this cuz this is an audio format, but I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll put on a gif and on inst- on our Instagram. But um yeah, like uh so Sciencearu is um so like I guess like Star Wars Visions is kind of cool in the sense that, like, you know, they're bringing on all these different, like, Star Wars anime studios, and, like, because of it, I feel like the dearth of, like, Visions is, like, so diverse, um, and I'm, like, really into the fact that, like, Science Saru, um, isn't really, I think, what people think of when they think of anime, like, it's really, uh, it's a lot more looser than I think what is expected, um, like, the lines are, like, kind of, like, thinner and like things are a lot more expressive right it's got kind of like this art house quality to it it's more wobbly yeah wobbly wiggly um, if you will yeah off model um i would say is something that characterizes it like i would love to like after like maybe star wars visions like go through some of their work like i um like i really I don't know. Maybe we could talk about it more after we get through the episode in terms of recommendations. Like, if you like this particular style, or if you liked um, these ep- this episode in particular, or Tob one. I mean, why not just say like, what are your top like science Saru? Yeah, top okay. five. Well, I mean, like it's kind of hard because like their work is like kind of um, really all over the place. I think if you like dark themes um, and like the kind of like actiony like elements of it. I Devil Man Crybaby, which is on Netflix. Totally not a hentai, right? Uh, it's definitely not for it's definitely like adult plus. Um it is very it's very graphic in in multiple senses of the word. When did you watch it? When did I watch it? Yes. Devil Man? Well, it came out I think in 2019. Oh, so this is fairly recent. Yeah, but it's based off of an OV like a straight to video OVA. Um, it, I think like in the nineties or maybe late eighties. Wow. Yeah. But like if it's straight to video OVA, it probably means that it's like really weird or really graphic. That's the hentai. No, it, it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. You. Okay. Okay. I apologize. I'm, this is an art. <laughs> oh my God. Like, this is, <laughs> I just don't want to be looped in with like. Those people that think that, like, hentai is, like... <laughs> okay, okay, I'm okay. sorry, I'm sorry. There's two... You could have... There. Sorry about the mess. <laughs> sorry. Um, I understand. I can't believe... There's it. anime and manga, and then there's the dirty, dirty oh hentai up there. I can't believe we're trying to... I'm just trying to talk about Star Wars Visions. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Anyways. So, um, top five. Top five science are... Okay, well, I, I wouldn't put... Uh, Devil Man Cry BB in top five, but it's basically a story about this boy that turns into a devil, or he like gets possessed by a devil and he like kills other devils. Right, right. And and then, I, we watched a few episodes. No, you have not. Oh, okay, that's a different one I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I think um I think if you uh, I think um de- what one of my favorites is I think. I don't. I think this was before Science Saru, but it was made by the director, um, or like one of the co-founders, Misaki Yuasa, and it's Kaiba. Um, it is the. It is really trippy. It's like, 
I don't even know how to explain it. It's like about this like princeling who has amnesia, um, but like his body is like he swaps bodies at some point with like this girl, and it's like this whole like totally like meta. Um, I I think I'd be into that. Yeah, I mean, well, we could definitely try. It's very, um, it's it's like. It's like very art housey and strange, um, but um, I I don't know. It, it made me like it, it. I thought it was like incredibly like inventive and really thoughtful, um, so definitely recommend that. Um, but like honestly, like the one uh, property that like really got me hooked on science art was like the first thing that I ever saw, which was in high school in twenty fifteen, and that was Tatami Galaxy. I think you would like it the most, but, like, it's annoying because, like, the main character talks really, really fast. Like, he talks on two times speed, but, like, that's just uh, his actual, like, speed. How you watch YouTube videos? Yeah. Like, any YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, two times speed. But, uh, but, like, uh, yeah, but it's, like, annoying because, like, he's talking in two times speed, but he it's also in Japanese, so you have to read the subtitles in two times speed. And it was really hard for me to get used to, but I really loved it because it reminded me of, um, like, the art style had reminded me of, like, the cover art on um, Asian Kung Fu Generation, which is, like, this band that I really liked. Um, And I think you'd love the story of it, like, if you had enough patience to, like, kind of get through the hump of, like, the way that it's presented and, like, the way that the voice actor talks. But it's essentially a story about... Um, this guy who, um, he, like, he really likes this girl, but he keeps getting, like, kind of, uh, cock-blocked by his best friend, um, and, like, he just, like, he, like, always gets to a point where he's about to confess, and then, like, it doesn't work out, and, like, um, everything he does is kind of passive, and so, like, every episode is, like, an alternate universe, of the same situation, but, like, he chooses a different school club that year. Oh, wow. So, like, the first episode, he joins the tennis thing, and, like, through a series of, like, tennis, like, hijinks, he fails to, like, um, get with the girl. Oh, no. The, the next episode, and, like, at the end of every episode, he's like, I wish I could have, like, if I just didn't do the tennis club. And then, like, the clock reruns, and then again... Next episode, he, like, joins the film club. Again, film club hijinks ensue, yet he doesn't get the girl. And it's, like... <laughs> it's, like, Groundhog Day, but over someone. Yeah, and it's, like, it's not that he quite remembers, but, like, every iteration you learn more about, like, each of the characters in the world. And, like, really, it's, it's like, about passivity. Um, like, like, he's, like, thinking that, like, um, oh, like, I'm too horny, or, like, I'm, I should be less horny, or, like, oh, I should just, like, be with another girl, or, oh, like, like, he's, like, it's, it's almost, like, the iterative nature of, like, regret, um, without realizing that, like, what the real reason is, is why, that, why he can't, like, connect with her, and that, like, reason becomes more obvious, like, the further and further episodes go, but I, I love the I love the show as a concept. I think the art style is like fantastic. It kind of has like a similar art style to Akakiri where like um uh like they use like multiple different types of um like art mediums and so it's not just like one style but it kind of like 
uses others. Like, you know how in Akakiri, like, um, some of the... Like the rain shots. Yeah, the rain shots where it's used with brush pen as opposed right. to, like, um, just, like, normal cells. And how, like, even the lines look kind of sketchy. Like, they still have the texture of... Uh, even though I'm pretty sure it's digital, um, like, that they, they give it a texture by, by playing with, like, the different... Layers. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really... Um, anyway, so... I would highly recommend Tatami Galaxy, and then if you like Tatami Galaxy but you don't want to commit to a full series, um, the same universe and kind of the same, uh, similar themes are played out in a film called Walk On Girl, The Night Is Short, which is what you saw me watch um, earlier this week. Um, And then lastly, another property on Saru that is there is Lou Over the Wall. It's about this boy that fall in love with a mermaid. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like definitely the more lighthearted. Oh, and an honorary mention to Ping Pong the Animation. Um, wow. Wow. You should look it up on YouTube. It's it's pretty. Yeah, Ping Pong the Animation. So, <laughs> w- w- all right. So now put those in an order. Oh, that is the order. So what were they again? Okay. Uh, Devil Man Cry Baby. Number one. No, last. <laughs> it makes okay. no like. Uh, okay, I'll I'll let you. I'll I'll play you two episodes, and this you'll is, know why it's. This last. is why I say there's no actual order to the order we're doing these well, episodes. Well, I don't know. But yeah. there's just we're gonna talk about them, and it's basically how much can we talk about each episode? I know, but like. Okay, right, uh, sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, Sharon. I'm for interrupting. Your no, top no, five. No, 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 first no. is Devil Man Crying. Uh, you forced me in this situation. No. I number did not five. Need to number five. Things. Number five. I only cool. ranked the episodes because I thought that it would appeal to our audience, and yet here I am talking about Science Saru for too long. Okay. 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 I take it back. So our ranking system. We'll just say how many gonk droids and how many pluck droids we give them at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and you go. Anyways, I gave I gave you my list of science sorry recommendations prematurely before we can even talk about Akakiri. But now that we've summarized the plot, which hopefully our listeners have remembered fifteen minutes ago, um Jedi bad. <laughs> well, I think it was an okay day episode. Like I was trying to take notes on it and I don't e- I didn't even fill out a half a page. Um, it was really cool how the art style was all wiggly and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I think, like, kind of (laughs) all your notes are falling apart. Um, okay, so the thing about Akakiri that, like, I think the first and foremost obvious thing top of mind for me is the, is, like, the stylistic choices, um, so I think like, so I know that like um, the Ronin probably like most people would think that that's like the most Akira Kurosawa um, episode, but I think in terms of like pacing and like in terms of like the actual um, like shot compositions, like I would honestly think that uh, Akakiri actually has a little bit more of like the actual pacing um, and and the vibe. Of, oh, of a sure. Kurosawa film. Like, even down to changing, like, and showing the weather. Yeah. Taking moments, like, a little too long. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that that, again, like, I don't think it lends itself to, like, binge viewing as the last episode of, like, Visions. But, like, I think it really lends itself when it comes to, like, standing on its own that, like, it has, like, a really atmospheric vibe to it because it's, um, because it's spending a lot of time, like, just, like, these long shots that are, like, kind of more expressive than they are, like, rendered, um, and, um, not just, like, expressive and rendered, but also, like, have, like, um, mostly sound effects of, like, the environment or, like, showing the environment, like, um, and, like, in terms of, like, pacing where, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I really dug it, and I, I dug, like, the sound design and the music of it. Yeah, like, I'm my favorite part is, like, what I was trying to say <laughs> with earlier, but, uh-huh. so, my, I just love it how, like, they show how your emotions can blind you, like, they chose to purposely, like, make it look blurry at times. Yeah. Where, because it, like, I, I don't remember the quote. This is a super not quote. Like, it's just sometimes when you, like, are just thinking about something a lot, like, you're not able to see something clearly because it's fogging your, like, your judgment is being fogged. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, like, why don't we get into the themes of it? Because I think that that was, like, the part that kind of put this, like, pretty low on the list, um, at least in the at the start. Though now, like, I, I honestly, like, really would love to revisit it. So, like... Um, there's, like, a filmmaker focus episode that complements every, um, episode with, like, kind of, like, a bonus feature. I didn't even know they were there until you showed them to me. Well, I didn't even know that it was there until I listened to Force Friends Rewatch and, um, Ryan and Andy had mentioned it. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, so if you don't know, because, I mean, it, it seems like none of us really knew um until we told each other but um there's there's like a behind the scenes episode for i think nearly every episode of visions that you can reference and um so the co-founder of science saru Yong choi um who is a korean person so it's like oh that's really exciting for me personally. <laughs> um yeah they uh um, so, so she was like the director for it, and um, like had a few notes to say, um, kind of explaining the themes. And she said that the themes were like basically about emotions and how, like, specifically how emotions like can make you like do like absolutely incredible things and like feats um, of like the the human ability. But at the same time, like the trade off is is that you become so emotional that you're unable to like follow the logic of what is reasonable. Um, And like, um, and I think like part of the reason why it was hard for me to swallow as an episode was because it really reminded me of like Anakin and Padme because it really is their relationship, but redefined in like this uh, kind of um, darker not darker. Like I like I think like episode pre empire, I don't know. No, like I don't even think it's like about timeline, but I think it's more like in a vacuum. Oh. Like you could just kind of think about that relationship. Right. Right. There's no like galactic senate around. 
yeah there's like there's um but also there's no like weird baggage over like um whether or not we like Hayden Christensen as a person <laughs> you know what I mean like it, right. it's okay. kind of or like we we don't have to like comment on the bad acting or like the bad line delivery because I feel like sometimes I hate them <laughs> I feel like sometimes that does detract but but I think like um but also kind of gives gives us joy as like prequel trilogy people and I think like Part of the reason why I personally didn't buy into it is because um, I never bought into, like, Anakin and Padme. Like, I I don't really like the idea of, one, just, like, the general idea that, like, a woman has to die for, like, a man to, like, have their, like, story arc or whatever. Oh, yeah, right. Um, but, but I guess, like, that's, like, an easy, that's, like, an easy thing to, like, jab at. Um, but... Also that, um, but also like, uh, and this is like something that that we did debate over the last time we tried to record this episode. But like, um, this this episode, and you were already saying it, was is really heavily themed in the idea of fate. And like, right. if you could change your fate, <laughs> would you? And and that's turns kind out you can't. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> but uh, okay, so like. Part of my problem with, like, the idea of fate is that I don't think that, like, as a story, um, it's quite as, like, moving as if somebody were to choose it. And, like, part of this is that it really, like, buys into the idea that I think um, a lot of, like, later Star Wars works also kind of buy into is this idea that... um, Anakin Skywalker was fated to become Darth Vader. And what have was... I done? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he was fated to say that. Um, <laughs> and, right, the Mortis arc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, in the Mortis arc, like, you know, it, it's, like, already established that Anakin's going to be Darth Vader. And nothing um, he could do. Yeah, there's nothing he could do. Ooh, ooh. And that really Look what you're going to do to Ahsoka. But that makes me mad because, um, like, I'd rather that he just could have chosen and that there is an alternate universe where he chose right and that he stood by Padme and like I don't know I don't trust that weird space hippie man like what is he out there just hanging out in a D4 die what you're saying you're saying some weird D&D stuff (laughs) you're going to a place where I can't follow but yeah like but but I don't (laughs) I don't know if I totally subscribe to like the whole fate thing and like this episode really buys into it and that was what I think drew me back from really liking this episode um the most. But like how do you feel about it? Like I think cuz you really do believe in fate and you th- or you I don't believe know. in fate and then you also like I don't know like I just so happened like I don't know there's just things that have been lining up in my life that make no sense and like my uncle Ed always told me, like, look out to the stars and also the numbers, Vinny, the numbers. So we moved, or I moved recently. Now and I'm in the apartment six uh-huh. here. But you know what route I've been covering for the Postal Service for the last year and a half? Or a year and a few months? He told me it's six. Six. Uh-huh. Route six. Uh-huh. Point Loma. Isn't that crazy? I guess. But, like, I, but, like... I guess it's just a small world. You're right. No, like, but it's one thing if, like, things kind of line up and you think that that's fate or whatever. But I think, like, 
I think it's weaker of an argument if, like, like narratively as an argument, like, if Anakin... Is unavoidable? Oh, my God, Vinny, stop. It is your destiny. No, Vinny. <laughs> Vinny, no. I apologize. Oh, my God. Um, But it's, like, specifically, like... I think, like, kind of the whole point of, like, watching a story is to put your, sh- like, your your shoes in it and to like kind of like imagine yourself within like a world and in this like imagination of the prequels like I truly think that the whole point of like a tragedy that is the prequels is that you're supposed to not do the things that Anakin did right and do the things that Luke did I mean which is like and, and that- well now they're changing Luke to where he's okay Boba Fett spoiler I want to punch Luke in the face because of what he made Grogu do in the book of Boba Fett. To choose! Because choice is, like, <laughs> cool, man! Like, but I'm so glad the choice that Grogu made, it's really cool that he's, like, you know, like, he's with the... He's, <laughs> you know he's with the Mandalorian now. I said it! I'm sorry! <laughs> book of Boba Fett spoilers. Oh, my God. I, I hope... I hope I didn't yet. spoil anybody. It's it's fine. It's it's kind of obvious. It's been a few days now. Sorry. Email us at document835 what you think about Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, email us at document835 of um, spoiling Book of Boba Fett for you. It's unfair. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, and you're really killing it with the sound effects today. I'm on it. I'm sorry. It wasn't, I haven't <laughs> been on it, you know, but this editing thing, like I was rusty, okay? But you know what? I'm going to be more on it. No I... more slipping by with those fuck. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to let it happen again. Oh, boo. It's, you're totally fine. I, um, I love you. I'm glad that you're having a good time. Yeah, I love editing. I love making podcasts. I'm such an audio nerd. Like, I don't know. If you have tips or tricks, email us at talkingbay 35 yeah, at gmail.com. <laughs> but yeah, I just, um, but, it, but it was like the theming for me where I'm just like, Ugh, I, I don't know if I subscribe to it. But honestly, I think kind of not seeing it as just like um, a thing piece about fate and Star Wars, but more as like a story about emotions. I think like it, it, it helped me kind of come around to it and, and see it for what it is, which is like really an emotional piece like a um an emotional and really atmospheric piece and i think like upon like really watching it on its own um i i really love learn to like it more I yeah know, like you? i like the small things of this episode like the uh, sheath saber like it kind of yeah. reminded me of the, the 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 that one lego star wars free makers where they just have like one long piece of kyber crystal and I, like that's how i imagine it would work Oh, right, like, it's, like, um, because, like, they don't sheath it in the sense that it just zaps into the hilt, but you yeah. literally have to pull it There's, out. Yeah, of a sheath. Yeah, and I also love, like, the kind of shuddery effect of, like, how, like, the lightsaber, like, kind of has, like, a, a ghost trail. Right. I mean, a lot of, that's what they do with an animation with lightsabers, and I love it. Yeah, but I, uh, but I think it's, like, a lot more stylized in, right. like, Akakiri. It's pretty um, cool in Nakakiri, that's for sure. A yeah. lot of these animes, Star Wars animes, have been doing uh, cool ghost uh, whoosh whoosh. 
Yeah, they, they make the good choices <laughs> with the lightsaber. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, Akakiri is no different. Really good uh, use of anime lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also thought it was really cool that the Empress, um, um, or like Sith Lord, is a is mm-hmm. a woman. Yeah, and she's, she. I want her to break my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Sit like... on my face while you're at it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I really like the the choice of of making her like a really strong looking woman, like not like dark. I don't know. I I I hope like people don't take this the wrong way, but like that Sith Lord Twi'lek, I, I I really hate the design. She's like so like you know the one that's like from uh oh the red one that looks Darth like Darth Maul talent. Yeah, I think that's I don't know. To be honest, I wasn't into that character i didn't like apparently she was from the old republic like I and just, then george lucas was like mm, yeah uh so now maul knows her and uh <laughs> if you don't like it you should kiss my big rich yeah i mean like not to be like a hater or whatever like no not I, at all i love you maybe george i lucas. need to play swotor <laughs> um and then i'll get like the character but like um you know like instead of going like the the sexy villainous route of of i think like what I see sometimes with in like Star Wars, star like villain women. Yeah, um, they're all. This is cool. They're all temptresses, but she's more of just a badass. But she's also still a temptress. But also, because she temptress. does. Oh yeah, she, she totally brings. She totally brings her to the dark side. Yeah, it was a trap, and she knew, like, I by some sort of evil force, magic trickery. She knew, and then she brings the the princess back to life. Oh God, heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, and and it's also kind of interesting too. Like, um, like, do you think that like uh, the prequels would have gone differently if Anakin really could have brought Na- uh, Natalie Portman, uh, Padme? <laughs> that that if uh, Palpatine really could have uh, brought Natalie Portman to life, because I realize like Palpatine kind of just like straight up lied to him. Like she was. I mean, he was pretty angry. Yeah, he but, killed her. Like. Yeah, but also, but I mean, like, uh, but Tsubaki in Akakiri also does kill. Yeah, home girl. Oh. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> I don't remember. We have it written down somewhere. I have it written down right here. But I can't oh find. Let me gosh, so this is just like a D and D game where <laughs> they're like a random character comes back into your life. The and you princess's be name is Misa. <laughs> Misa. And the Jedi's name is Subaki. Her name is Misa, like in Misa Jar Jar Binks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we love yeah. we love Star Wars. It's, if it's not obvious, don't. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this point of like, uh, you know, what would what would have Star Wars looked? Do you think it would have looked different if like Padme actually came back to life and was like, "What the heck?" I Why mean, did you do oh, that? totally, and we wouldn't get. Oh, they fly now. They fly now. <laughs> they fly now. I mean, I still you know. would have loved an alternate universe in which uh, Oscar Isaac did not turn out to be a drug dealer. Um, and yeah. And became a real Jedi. You know, yeah, in episode nine, that would have been pretty cool. Like, do you think there's an alternate universe where Padme did come back to life and then 
uh, constantly like came back to her. Oh, good lord! Theater. I've read some fanfics where it's like Padme also gets like a Vader suit, and then they have like robot <laughs> in like. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's fanfiction like that. I was gonna. Well, in my alternate universe, I would think that Misa slash uh, Padme would be like, um, like constantly fighting, and then they would just be like, um. It, it would kind of be like this epic battle all the time where they're like fighting for the rest of their lives. But Padme is always on the light side and Darth Vader is always on the dark side. And they're just like, pew, 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 you know, because like Padme can like do stuff. And also she like may be force sensitive ish. Yeah. Like if Padme, Padme was a Sith Lord. No, I didn't. I don't know why people are so obsessed with corruption arcs. That's the other thing. I didn't like it because it was like a corruption arc. I don't like corruption arcs unless, like, I don't know, it's Mega Man Inti Battle Warrior. <laughs> I don't know. They're like, there's like a specific flavor of corruption arc, and I don't usually like corruption arcs for the sake of it. Like, yeah, I didn't you like even you hate. That's why you that's hate, why the I hate the Mortis arc because, because I hate corruption arc. Corrupted. Ahsoka. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't get why people cool are costume. obsessed with, like, but what if they're evil? Like, I rolled my eyes <laughs> so hard at, like, Darth Ray, <laughs> And right. I was so mad when it, like, came out in the trailer for episode nine. Because I'm like, this is stupid. Why why, why do they got to, like, give them pointy teeth like that like, every time? W- like, why did Buzz Lightyear in Kingdom Hearts 3 fall to the dark side? <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I just... Because he had batteries, Sharon. <laughs> I don't know, remember. I, I, I didn't even finish Kingdom Hearts. I couldn't get past that last. What's the old man? Xenort. Xenomort. Xenort. Nort, Nort. Xenort. <laughs> I was off. Xenort. Xenort. <laughs> yeah, Mort, Mort. <laughs> I had to fight him underwater, and I can't get past that, so I gave up. And that that PlayStation is, like, in San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) I can get you back to that part, but don't worry. I could get myself back. (laughs) I'll beat him. You know, um, the problem is I don't know how to level up in that game properly, and I kind of just went boop, 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 boop. Okay, let's go. Oh, Vinny. Well, I mean, you got to cook more with Remy. Oh, I love cooking. With Remy. I didn't know. See, nobody... T- I kind of just jump into these games. And I'm like, all right. And then I'm go. like, I can't... I don't know why I can't beat this thing. Oh, I gosh. Guess it takes me... I ha- I don't even think I've beaten Skyrim. Yeah, you haven't beaten... I was so mad when we, like, were still kind of early into dating. And you made a big fuss about Fallout 4 and how it's going to be, like, the revolution of gaming or whatever. And you were, like, so obsessed with it and you couldn't stop talking about it. I'm like, okay, he clearly likes this game. I'm going to get it for him. I spend, like, the $60, $70 to, like, buy the game with tax. I give it to you. You were so happy about it. And I'm like, oh, I really want to watch you play. Like, I love being a backseat gamer and just, like, watching somebody play and falling asleep. Um, You... You, Vinny, you, Vinny, you never made it to Diamond City. I didn't, because there's just so many <laughs> side quests, and I get distracted. How do you get distracted? You can't Wait. say You also get distracted. But I finished you haven't video even, games. You haven't even finished this Pokemon Arceus. I got it a week ago. <laughs> You're almost done. 
I sorry. I <laughs> I take back my argument. I, at I can see. Be- at least I beat the elite. All right, Barbu. you won. You win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other day I was like, "Did I beat Pokemon Moon?" And you're like, "No, I'm still holding on to them." <laughs> Yeah, and wait. My Pokemane. I was leveling up your Pokemon <laughs> while you were asleep just so that, like, you could, like, like just sweep through the game. But no, you just keep. <sighs> I just. I Sharon, just... who's your favorite Pokemon? It's Metagross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next episode we're going to talk about today is Lapinocha. Okay. So I'm going Akakiri makes me like super mad. Lapinocho does absolutely nothing for me. Yeah, Lapinocho is really good though. Like I you think really it's like okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, I really love it. Like you know, Lapinocho is my favorite thing in the world. Re- really? Like, is it your favorite well, episode? No, like, it's not. It's not my favorite episode of Visions, but I think it's really beautiful. Like they, just the coloring in this one, especially compared to Akakiri. We're like, ev- like, because I could. Like it's just, like, I love the coloring. Like, I don't know. I love so this saturated. art style. Yeah, uh, not in a bad way. Like they're two different flavors, and like one was more savory, and the other one was very sweet. Com- like that's the way I I see it. I guess. I mean, like I think that, um, from like I think that like uh something that like kind of felt sweeter to me was like Tob one, or um. Like, um, like if like if I wanted like saturated colors, like Studio Triggers, um, the twins. Oh like, yeah! Oh, that's so good. Like, I can't I just, wait to talk about like, that. Like I just think that even within like the the catalog of Star Wars visions, like Lapinocho is still like, I don't know. Like I guess like I think it's what people think anime is. Like if they they like don't watch it that often, and and like I think because of that, and also because. I don't know. Maybe I'm being unfair because it has like that uh, rabbit, and like people think that furry, it's <laughs> and people think that it's like such a big deal. And meanwhile, I'm just like there's a green one of those long time ago. Yeah, and uh, it's like a comic book character. These are the children of misery. And I'm just like, but I'm also kind of mad because it's like obviously there's like furries in Star Wars. There's been furries in Star Wars. Like, what right. do you think an Ewok is? What do you think a Wookiee is? Yeah. What do you think, like, um, like a Bothan is? Like, I saw a man dress up as a Bothan, <laughs> and I was all like, he's a furry. Yeah, it's a and furry. And that's fine. Yeah. And that the, the, they've existed. Out. Like, like why do you think, and it's like, and it's because it's like, tan- like, in interjecting with anime that people think, like, oh, this ruined Star Wars furries, and I'm just like, it's whatever. Ru- worse than like, Ruin Johnson. What is, what is Chewie? <laughs> yeah. So basically, Chewie in also, La Panocho, um, it's about a. It's about family. It's about family. It's about family. It's about uh, Lop is a bunny. I forget the phrase. I don't know what it's called. Like le- it's like Lepicus something. <laughs> yeah. Lepicus bunny. So Lop is a bunny person, and mm. she's adopted by uh, an under. It's like a like y- a crime family, crime yeah, it's lord, like a yakuza um, family. Yeah. So and then basically, her sister is now Ocho. So that's where La Pinocho comes from. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, uh, and and basically, there's a division in the family between. 
the the paternal figure and the daughter who's going to be next in Ocho. the in the clan and like I think like or the next head of the clan and right um it, essentially what happens is that like uh they kind of stay rooted in like the idea of the planet existing just as like has it always has been free like f- like not under imperial rule yeah and, such. and then and meanwhile like uh ocho is kind of going towards like aligning herself with the imperials um and lump is kind of in the middle of it and then she inherits like a lightsaber and um kind of fights her her sister and tries to like bring know, her, get back. her back yeah but it turns out she's evil we could all tell when she used blood as her eyeliner that she went <laughs> evil. I think that was my favorite part, though. I love that. <laughs> it was pretty, like, it's pretty dark. Like, no, it's not it's dark. It's goth That's for sure. I mean, she's going to get an eye infection. But, right? <laughs> I, no, but I love the drama of it. I love the drama of, like, um. oh, totally. Just, like, so cutting much your drama. hair. And like having oh, like a whole yeah. chance, it's like a brutal. She drops the hair on the ground, and Lop runs to get it. Oh, uh, and then yeah. she shows the dad, and the dad is like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know." Okay, so I, I okay, I maybe I'm being unfair for it, but I also think that like Lop and Ocho really suffers a lot from like pacing problems because I think like if you give if you take the moments of it, like the moments are actually like you know pretty good anime. Like I, oh yeah. I mean, the ship landing on water, oh, pretty tight. Yeah, or like, um, or, or like even like the fights, or like the fact that the dad like loses both eyes, like oh, straight the, up DBZ scouters. Yeah, like it, it's like I think like it's cool like in sections, but I think the problem for me is is that like it doesn't make sense as like a a twenty minute like episode for me. Like, I think, like, things happen way too fast. Like, she accepts Lop, and then suddenly she's evil now, and she's, like, putting eyeliner on. Well, it wasn't, like, like just yesterday. Like, she was a little... They were both little girls in that first scene. No, no, no. I mean, like, the... Like, I understand the logic of the story. I get it. I get it. We were talking about it earlier on how, like, if these were, like, 15-episode series, like, it would be a lot cooler. Yeah, if you took the time to, like, build up, like, the relationship between these Ain't nobody got time for that. Disney don't got that money. They do have that money, though! That's true. You know what? Let's make episodes. Let's get an episodic series, please. Yeah. You know what? Let's give it to us. Give me a no, book JK. of Boba Fett show where Boba Fett is the main character. First. Give me a book of Boba Fett show where it's um in the style of Studio Colorado and that you give me that chibi Boba Fett. Oh, I want it so bad now. <laughs> so good. And then chibify the Rancor, chibify Fennec Shan. We just gave you a million dollar idea. It's a million dollar idea. You're welcome. We could help write it too. We're Mandalorians. <laughs> We know the culture. <laughs> the culture. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. From deep inside. Deep inside. Uh, your, it was your ancestors talking. I guess so. Your Mandalorian fish ancestors. Blub, blub. <laughs> your triple water sign. <sighs> I don't know. It's really cool how the Star Wars is uh, getting better and better. And it's only because, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's doing a bomb job being a producer. 
of this amazing Star Wars content we're getting. Yeah, I mean, like, can we backtrack, like, thinking about just, like, Star Wars visions in general and, like, the production choice to, like, allow these stories to not have to exist in canon? Like, I think we already talked about this. It's the multiverse of sadness, that's for sure, in these episodes. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Like, the fact that we could get Akakiri, which is not canon, but is, like... um a Lucasfilm authorized story that like is a reimagining of Padme and Anakin's story in a way that I think like is a lot more succinct and clever about it. You know what I mean? Or not, not like succinct and like, um, and tighter of a story. Like, I, I think that's really cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're probably going to talk about it more when we talk about, like, the twins and, and other episodes moving right. forward. But, um, yeah, I I just think that, like, Lop and Ocho, like, I, I think, like, I like it on paper. Like, I like the idea yeah. of sisters. Right. I like the idea of, like, sisters fighting and, like... Uh, Adopted fa- family. Yeah, like, found family and, like... Uh, but But I think, like, it just... It was hard for me to, like, buy into it and to, like, feel invested in these characters so quickly because I think they just had, like, a lot of things going on um, in a way that, like, it was just hard for me to believe that, like, the daughter at the beginning of the episode was the same person at the end of the episode. And also because it was, like, open-ended already at the end. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just... I... (sighs) Like, I get it. Like, I don't know. This one leads a lot to, like, disbelief, you know? Like, you just got to let your mind wander to, like, possibly accept it. Like, what happened between those years? Like, who taught her that the Empire would bring peace, freedom, justice to her planet? Yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't, like, okay, like, I think, like, we we know between the two of us that you have a lot more wonder and you're like just able to like kind of buy th- buy into things really quickly but for me like i think that like but i think like narratively speaking it could have been better I, like is that is that no you're not, i get it but you still liked it i liked it and that's still great. but yeah i like um like for example, like uh the like the environmental element of it, like like part of like the intro kind of implied that like, oh, they're like trying to like save like the like like the Imperials are polluting the land and there's like this whole environmental thing, but it never gets like followed up with like later in the episode. You know, like I think that there are like all of these like themes that they could have played on more, but they just didn't have the time to, and yet they didn't want to compromise, like, the grand vision of the story. Um, and, like, that's not to say that it doesn't work for some people. Like, I, like some pe- to some people, like, that's their favorite episode. They really like Lop. Um, and, like, uh, it seemed to have worked for you, but, like, for me, I just, I don't know. Well, she's not my favorite character in the world, but I do love the idea of possibly doing, like, a furry. If I was going to do a furry, it'd be a Jedi for your furry. Yeah, I mean, like, how did you feel about, like, this incarnation of, like, what a Jedi was? It's kind of cool that, like, she didn't get her powers until, like, the father did, like, a cool ceremony that was meant for, like, 
Ocho. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really tight how, like, <laughs> like she goes to use her scouter and he, the father's like, you could, can't you see with your eyes? This, like, he's like, this is amazing, isn't it not? Like, turn that off. Get off your iPhone. <laughs> Get off your iPhone. Stop trying to take a picture of this and just live in the moment. <laughs> live in the moment <clears throat> yeah boss yasaburo young skywalker <laughs> yeah. but um yeah like uh but like the idea of like a jedi Take a seat. that's no. the father anyways but <laughs> um but like the idea of like a jedi not being like um, like a warrior monk that just comes in from a random place and saves it, but is the protector of a planet. Yeah, the protector of the planet. That has... comes from the planet. Yeah. Well, I guess not in the case of, like, Lot, but, but like, theoretically comes from the planet, loves the planet. Yeah. And, like, at, is, is a sailor moon as opposed, <laughs> as opposed to, like, some weird warrior monk from, like, a guild, like a Templar. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, not a knight. Just bunny. Just bunny, but a protector bunny, a, protector. S- a sailor, a sailor moon, uh, yeah, so to speak. More dangerous than that one bunny from Camp uh, the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah, from Monty Python. <laughs> from Monty Python. Oh, Sharon, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are: Wow, I love anime. <laughs> it makes me really passionate. I screamed a lot this episode. I love it, though. I love how passionate you are about anime. I just, I'm glad that I have you as my anime tutor. Tutor. Uh, master, if you will. And uh, I just, I love Star Wars. So seeing it in anime <laughs> form has been a real treat. Yeah, did you like how it's reinterpreted? Do you want to see more in reinterpretation? Oh, yeah, I want more chibi Boba Fett now. <laughs> Shoot. Gave that idea away for free to Disney. Yeah. All right. Well, let's blow up this taco stand for now. Well, I love tacos, and I love talking to you. I love talking to you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, stay, stay safe out there. I have spoken. Copy that. Locked in for three five. <laughs>